118 of the Geeks of Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with Shelly Walter. Hello. And Joe Morgan. Gadzooks. Today we're going to be talking about a 400-player deathmatch Kung Fury sequel, which we all know needed to happen, and the internet streaming taking over television. But first, special shout-out to our Patreons, patreon.com slash Grace. Special shout-out specifically to Scott Phillips and Jordan Garner. Thank you guys for donating. Thank you to everyone who donates to our Patreon. Uh, we love it very much. Speaking of donating, we also need to kind of put a little plug in for our pledge drive. It's uh, going to be at twitch.tv slash Grace starting March 1st. We're super excited. We hope you join us. And if you want to donate right now, you can do that by going to youcaring.com slash 2018 pledge drive. You guys ready to get into some Twitter discussion? Oh, yes. Let's do it. Always. <laughs> First question comes from Kentucky Guy 07. Has anyone read The Way of Kings by Bri- Brandon Sanderson? And, uh, yeah. Shall I we? mean, I talk a lot about Brandon Sanderson on this show, <laughs> I feel like. So if you are if you just started listening to the Last Code podcast, I definitely have not talked about it. But, yes, I am an avid uh Stormlight Archives fan. I've actually never read anything else by Brandon Sanderson except the Stormlight Archive. I've heard Mistborn is good. I've heard, uh, uh, I don't even remember the names of the others. But I've read The Red of Kings. Loved it. Read the second one. Reading through the third one. I'm maybe halfway through. But yes, Uh I've read The Way of Kings. Joe, do you, you were listening to some stuff for a while. Um, I I have picked up the whole the whole trilogy uh-huh. on Audible, so I have like 140 hours of audio to listen to. I'm still listening. I was going to talk about this in my in my geeking out, but I'll go ahead and mention it. Uh, I'm I'm listening to Ready Player One right now. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm a fair deal. I think I'm like 12 out of 15 hours through it. Wow, something like chapter 25 or 26 or something. Mm-hmm. So cool. I'm digging it. Good, I, good. I don't read very much. Usually if I do, it's nonfiction. Right now I am reading A Love That Lasts by Jefferson and Alyssa Bethke. And it's it's hey, a relationship that, book. Yeah, I recognize yeah. the name. B-ball, well, not of the book, of the guy. Of B-Ball 17 Bethke. or something like that. He did the uh, Jesus is Greater Than yeah. Religion poem. I know exactly word. who you're talking about. Yeah. Well, for those who don't. He was actually in Seattle when he made that, I believe. Yeah, yeah, he's like a local guy, pastor person. Was. He was. lives in Hawaii now, I think. Yeah. That's local to someone. Yeah. True. It's like, that's local to me. <laughs> uh, my wife reads Brandon Sanderson, though. She loves his books. So, I'm, I'm connected to someone who does. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Our second question comes from geek devotions what video game slash comic book slash geeky thing was blown way out of proportion by media and christian media and he gives kind of an example here thor being a woman became kind of a much bigger deal because the media started talking about it and kind of blew it up do you guys have anything call of duty causing people to commit murder no that would be (laughs) i'm not sure that's i don't know Politics got in the way of that. Yeah, oh yeah. Kind of blew that up. I mean, Grand Theft Auto. 
In fact, uh, you want to get in? I'm going to get some guff for this. Uh, Mortal Kombat. That was the OG. And it was proven that when Mortal Kombat released, crime rates dropped. Huh. So people were worried about all the blood. And and there was, I mean, clearly there was murder. There needed to be an ESRB. That's the game that spun up the reason to have an ESRB. Right. Right. So there needed to be one. But everybody was talking about how how much Call of Duty and, and Mortal Kombat are causing people to go out and do crazy things. Well... Here's, here's a little story for you that are too young to know. People used to blackball Dungeons and Dragons because there were stories that people were killing themselves when their characters were dying in game and stuff like that. Like that's why that, that's I'm dead serious. You laugh. No, you I laugh. know there's a a movie, I guess. Oh, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's made by a Christian company. It's um it's not Darkest Dungeon, but it's um That's a video game. Darkest Dungeon is no, a very exactly, dark game. Exactly. No, I know that's the name of the video game, but it's something similar to that. John Tron did a video on it. It's one of my favorite yes. videos of him, and that's why I know it. And that's literally, I haven't watched the movie itself. I've watched him. <laughs> exactly. And I want to watch the movie because of him. But it's somebody kills themselves because they die in game. And that's, I mean, that's that's something that when I was a kid, I was not allowed to touch D&D because of that. I mean, like that that's something that was reported in the news. It happened. People did that. And so, like, D&D got blackballed, Mortal Kombat was blackballed, Call of Duty got blackballed. Video games and, and, and tabletop stuff have always been scapegoats. So this is, this is a little derailed, but Shelly, have you ever gotten emotional because of something that's happened to your character? Now, obviously, not to a point where you're, you're going to, like, commit suicide, but... Not, has... not in... I have, just in, like, my first character died. And it was just, like, kind of in a sucky way. And it was like, oh, that's my first character. And everyone's, like, around me. It wasn't because, like, oh, my gosh, my, my character died. And, like, so I feel distraught because of that. It was mostly just because it's, like, you know, you've been role-playing this character for so long. And it's just like, oh, like, it's your first character. It's super sentimental. I don't think mm-hmm. I would cry if or get um, emotional if another one of my characters were to die. I think it was just because it was my first character. And she was just so fun to play. And I was like, ah, and obviously I, I'm a pretty dramatic person in general as well. So I don't even think I was legitimately that upset. It was just, you know, it's fun to be dramatic about it. But, you know, everyone was around me giving me hugs and stuff. And I was just like, no, she's dead. But no. And in the case of me actually being tied, um, feeling wise and like empathetically wise to my character. No. Okay. Like if my I... if if something sucky happens to my character, I'll I mean I'll role play it, but I'm not I'm not gonna induce real emotions. I I don't know. Does that make any sense? I I, don't I would never well. act on any emotion given to me by a Dungeons and Dragons character. Yeah, yeah. But I did get a little weepy a few weeks back when my character's supposed to be this hero type. He's kind of like a booster gold in a way. And I got into a situation where I was supposed to – a police officer wanted me to murder someone, so I went to go do so. And I found that the person I was murdering was this good little halfling named oh, Brian. Oh, no. And so I was supposed to kill the cops and then the little halfling that they were protecting because it was all this cover-up for his his black man. But I had such a moral dilemma for my character, yeah. not just me, that I had to kill these guys. Yeah. 
And I, think... I was really emotional about it. I was like, I don't know what to do. And I started yeah. like internally having a little bit of anxiety. Yeah, I think it so, is more related to if you're reading a book and you have this character you follow and um, they do something you don't like or something or that character dies and then you get a emotional response to that. I feel like it's more similar to that than the sense of you actually being connected directly to that character. Right. Like, I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, yeah, the media has definitely portrayed stuff in, in <laughs> a sour lot. Yeah. Sorry that we got completely off track Yeah. There. When I when I read that question originally, my first thought was just absolutely any character that starts off as you don't you know you don't hear about their sexuality, but then they're just like okay, it's a gay character now. Then people are like, yeah. oh my gosh, like it doesn't even matter in the game either way. That's definitely Christian what I media of. specifically gets really mad about that kind of stuff, and yeah. blo- I mean blows it out. We I, are Christian media. That's true. <laughs> well, we we don't tend to get mad about it, but a lot of Christian. That's why I was pointing us that's out. That's true. A lot of Christian news will take something small like that and go, you should care about this. And then all the Christians go, you're right. I should care about this. Or they go, I can't believe everyone's freaking out about this. That's so stupid. And then things just kind of blow up. I remember the superhero. I can't remember which. It was an existing superhero, but it was taking on a new person was taking on the mantle and she was Muslim. And people were really, really mad about that as well. Uh, kind of going along the Thor being a woman thing. It's a very similar situation. I have no idea. It was a while back. Yeah. It's a Thor subject. <laughs> Bad. <laughs> Little ointment for that. <laughs> but that was a good one, Cody. I'll give you credit. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I've been maybe meditating on that all day, but it's all good. Joe, <laughs> what do you get out about this week? Or what? No, gaming right. news. I, it's been so long. Huh? What? You gaming news. No, you do geeking out. Just, I'm confused. Yeah, it's cool. We'll do gaming news. You've already let into it now. I don't. Segway. Whatever you want to do. It's been a whole week and I'm completely lost. Wow, man. Who are you? <laughs> told you, Cody. It's you my leave for podcast a week and you now. come back. You spent two years building this up and you don't know what's going on. Right? No, geek it out. Geek it out first. Nope. Don't I'm mess up my gaming news. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you did this it's to fine. yourself. It's all good. All right, so in the game of news this week, uh, the Tomb Raider, it's been announced that there's going to be a Tomb Raider Barbie doll. So they've been showing the movie, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, the trailers for the movie. They have announced a Tomb Raider Barbie doll that will arrive alongside with the movie. So cool. maybe they should have gone in movie news and I hijacked it, but I don't care because Tomb Raider's a video game. It's a game. video game movie. The video game first. I think. Also, and the movie looks like the same story from the game, literally. Which disappoints me. I really like the idea of an add-on to a video game and not being... It doesn't disappoint me if they stick to it because that was a very well-done story. Okay, fair enough. Like, that's what got me back into Tomb Raider. I didn't care about that character at all for years. Right. And that story is what got me back into it. What if they make a Tomb Raider video game based off the movie? Stop. They've already they, done They cannot it. do that. That's they not did how that works. with Prince of Persia, and I was so mad. Prince of Persia, then the movie came out, and they had Prince of Persia in the movie, the video game. That's so weird. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I've seen them do that sort of like the Lego Lego movie video game and all that sort of stuff. I, anyway. Derailing again, just because I like mention this every time I can. I went to the store one time, and the Bible TV series was like out on History Channel, and they had the Bible for sale. And it said, based off the hit TV series. 
<laughs> no joke. We can move Messed on. Up. That's great. Ridiculous. <laughs> Um, also in the news this week, there's a game that they've been calling Project X for a long time. Mm-hmm. Something about they're trying to have a thousand simultaneous players on it. Uh, I think it's a first-person shooter. They have announced and released a trailer for a version of the game they're calling Maverick that's going to have 400 concurrent players doing PUBG, basically. That's so ridiculous. So, now you got to kill four times the, the number of people have to die. Four hundred. How long would that more. take you? I don't know. I mean, it can take upwards of thirty minutes to an hour. To kill hundred, depending on how things go. Yeah, for a hundred. So you could be yeah. talking about up to four hours. Well, but the way that they do that, I don't know. Maybe not because of the way that they do it with PUBG, you know, you got the circles that close in. Okay. So it's forcing conflict and forcing you. If you stay outside the circles, you're taking damage. Right. Okay. With with each circle movement, you take more damage. So maybe it'll still weed them out just as fast. I I, don't know. I would love it to be on the other side of the fence. It'd be really obnoxious for players. But if you could camp out for like three days, and as long as no one found you camping out somewhere, that sounds like an absolute nightmare. And you should be slapped <laughs> for suggesting that that's a viable option. <laughs> if you want that, play play some sort of sniper simulator. Those guys lay out in the field and pee on themselves. To protect your freedom. I think you should have to get food or something. You have to, like, actually go camp out somewhere and try to survive. So, you're just talking about Hunger Games. You just want a yeah. Hunger Games movie. Or well, that's not what, movie. Video game. That's what PUBG is. And, and I should... I'm going to double back for a minute. I didn't mean disrespect to any snipers. <clears throat> any of our military. But those guys are seriously super hardcore. That's what I was trying to get at. Like, they will oh. lay still and not move to, to stay on their target. For literally days. Right. I, I thought you meant so, video game snipers. Which No, be. I mean, you're, you're talking about laying out for several days at a time. Do a sniper simulator then. No, yeah. Like, gotcha. Have to track and and stay on target for three or four days at a time. That would make such an interesting, like, tournament, though. I don't know. My a question I have is would... I would stop playing very quickly. I feel like... That was well, I'm worried about that with this game. Too. You you need four hundred players per game, so what happens? Yeah. This game could lose steam way faster than a twelve match game because matchmaking is going to be more difficult if you have more players. Yeah, and there might be more of a lag problem. I would imagine if you have so yeah. many people in there with all these you know different levels of internet. Ugh. If you have four thousand players, 4, which I know it's going to have way more, but you'd only have. 10, 10 games going on. Active games. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. It's interesting. Yeah, it'd be an interesting problem to solve. I it, It's exciting to me, but I'm so bad at video games at times that I would really like... I want to be the number, the first person dead out of 400 people. I don't know how I feel about being the worst player of 400. <laughs> well, it happens all the time with PUBG anyway. That's true. I don't play PUBG. I need to. It's a lot of that's luck of the draw. Like you landed somewhere and you couldn't grab a weapon before the guy next to you could. Okay. So, um, System Shock Remastered is getting delayed. The devs, according to the to the article we read, is quote unquote on hiatus. Who knows what that means? Maybe they're done. Maybe System wow. Shock's not getting its remaster. On hiatus, <laughs> they just were like, whatever, vacation time. That's what it said. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> We need a break. Uh, Time out, team. Yeah. 
Uh, and then finally, Google has uh, kind of announced something. Well, they've not announced anything. There are rumors floating around that they're working on a type of game system called the Yeti. Yeah. Yeah. T. Yeti. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Pun. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. Um, I don't really know anything about it. The kind of kind of what they're edging at is that it's going to work almost like PlayStation Now. Well, they'll be kind of streaming the games, I guess. Yeah. That sounds like a terrible model. <laughs> it does. I I, <laughs> I really hate... don't like the idea of streaming online. You know, twelve gigabytes, forty gigabytes of content. Oh, man, it's like. Yeah. So basically, it's going to be like YouTube, but for games. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, because yeah, that's kind of how videos, it works. You just scream, scream, ha, stream video games. Some rumors say that it'll be on the Chromecast, and that worries me even more. That's that sounds absolutely terrible. But it'll probably be fine for places like San Francisco, which are right there near their data centers and stuff. That's true. But I yeah. out here in rural Arkansas, we're not getting that. I would hope that it it creates a console. I think the console could be really viable if it's strong. And then add Xbox. What is Xbox's thing called? Where you can download the game and rent it. They have their... uh, I I can't remember the name of their subscription service, but they let you download the games. Yeah. Yeah. So you have them on your hard drive. The Game Pass. Thank you, LJ. You've got them on your hard drive. So it's just like you paid for the game and downloaded it digitally. Okay, yeah. I think if Google did that and they had a viable console made with a comfortable controller, it could compete. I never say that a new console could get it back in the race, but if anyone could, I think Google could make waves. Uh, I think a big question would then be, what type of games would be on there? Would there be games of all different types of parties, only indie? Would they have first-party games? Because yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I can't imagine about. a lot of first-party games to start with, but right. they'd probably be able to really tap into... The like what Steam does, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it's not even been officially announced yet, so it's just rumors right now. Right. Uh, now I'll move back to my geeking out. You're gonna go <laughs> that and then pull list after that. <laughs> yes, I am. He's wrecking my whole. <laughs> you did this, Cody. No, though. you did this. <laughs> this is on you. <laughs> so we always talk All about right. going off the rails. The podcast is on rails. He's literally taken half the rails out and moved them over. <laughs> I just shifted the the planks. There's dead space between the rails right now, and that's what we're driving in. Ugh. This is like one of these Donkey Donkey Kong Country minecart levels. Yeah, exactly. Trying to make the jumps. We're in the air. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, geeking out this week, I've been playing more Monster Hunter World because I'm always playing more Monster Hunter World now. I've got like 80 hours in the game, and I'm farming... I'm farming high rank monsters. I've slowed down a bit. I'm doing one or two hunts a night instead okay. of eight hours. Are of they hunting forty every minute night. hunts though? Sometimes <laughs> they can't. They go anywhere up to fifty minutes. So you're slowing down is two hours a night. Hour and a half. I okay. mean, it doesn't. I'm I'm usually queuing in with other high rank hunters. So sometimes, yeah, it can take it can take a while. Sometimes. We don't even kill the creature because we get our death count and that's it. Like no. I've oh, gotten wow. here's an example for you. I got into a, a hunt the other night. The guy already had two of the three deaths under his belt by the time I got in the hunt. We were fighting a, an elder dragon, 
And he got killed as the killing blow was landed on the Elder Dragon. So I saw the dragon fall, but he died, and it 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 ended our. We didn't get to harvest the creature. No, that's awful. Like it was dead behind me in the background, <laughs> and I couldn't go do anything. That is, we failed the awful. mission. Speaking of frustrations with the game, I feel like you should touch on some frustrations you had messaged us in our in our chat about DLC. Oh yeah, okay, good call. So. With the DLC, I'm playing the game on Xbox One. That's mm-hmm. why I have the frustration with the DLC. Because right now it's only PlayStation getting any. Yeah. They and and I understand why, okay? Horizon Zero Dawn, I understood that content was gonna be Sony exclusive. It had to be. But they have made the Street Fighter Ryu costume PlayStation 4 only as well. Now I know PlayStation 4 got uh, Street Fighter Five exclusively, but S- Street Fighter games have been all over the place up until this most recent, right? This most recent one. I've hit end game content. I would be willing to pay for Ryu as a skin, and they're going to prevent me from doing that because I own a different platform. I hate platform exclusive content for this sort of reason. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've got a PS4, but I don't have the game there, and I'm not going to invest eighty more hours in it. On another platform. It's too bad that you couldn't buy it, the DLC, on the PS4, and then have that transfer to your Xbox One. Oh, that'll never work. They would, yeah, it would never happen. They'll, they'll never agree. I mean, Fortnite's already proved that they can tie those systems together. Yeah. And and it's just... It would be really smart on PS4's part to do that. It wouldn't be smart on Xbox, because they're not getting any money out of it. No, but that's the thing. Like, Xbox is all for cross-platform play, and Sony's going, no. Yeah, that's true. We don't want... To allow that. It'd be extra it's it's all on Sony. So, Xbox One, as far as exclusives go, there's not a lot of them, but what would you... If you could get some Xbox exclusives the PS4 couldn't get, what would you What did you want? Well, Gears of War... Uh, it would be cool to have some sort of Gears content in yeah. there, maybe. I feel like a Master Chief would be a given. Master Chief, yeah. I mean, That'd be really so interesting. At this point, they, they do actually have guns in the game in Monster Hunter now, so you can okay. totally viably play as, as that sort of thing. I was thinking you could the, do a uh, bunch of different blade. What are the? I don't know the swords. The little oh, rainbow swords. Yeah. Oh, the inner the master. Are you talking about the energy sword? Yeah, from I was gonna call it a key blade. And my yeah. thought process with that was red versus blue. They argue of whether or not it's a key. <laughs> and then I was like, nope, key oh, blades, okay. Kingdom Hearts. Because I, I was wondering if you were talking about Gears of War with a lancer, because it's a gun and a blade. Okay. So, no, I mean, yeah. So it's it's frustrating to see. That sort of thing, where I mean, I would think Street Fighter would be content that you could have released on both platforms. Yeah, you know, like get, I, I'm ready to start paying you more money for the game. I've hit, I mean, <laughs> eighty hours for sixty dollars. I'm happy with what I've gotten. I'm willing to give you more money if you're willing to give me more content. Hmm. So, yeah. Um, I've been playing Final Fantasy XIV: A Realm Reborn. That's the MMO. Okay, yeah. And I'm trying to hit end game content for right now just for the base game. And I'm level 49 out of 50. I'm about to finish the story. It's legitimately one of the best stories in a game I've played in a long time. Period. Like, man. Not not necessarily just MMO. It's a really good story. Period. That's a lot saying for an MMO, especially, I think, when the main draw for the main thing people. 
play that for is to play with other people. It's not really for story. So to play it for story yeah, is I, really cool. Yeah, I mean, they've got raids and dungeons and all that sort of stuff, but they have a really good story built into it as well with characters that you'd recognize and all that sort of stuff. Cool. So, Speaking of Final Fantasy, I'm really enjoying it. has anyone played the Pocket Edition yet? I, I have it. I opened it. Looked at the menu. Like I haven't actually played. I downloaded really. it as far as I got. Yeah, so, but I I've seen you know it's the cutscenes. It's the same cutscenes, but they're chibi. It is it like voice acted? Scene. Yeah, yeah. It's voice acted. It is it's voice same, acted. It's oh, the nice. same. I mean, it's the same. Just basically cut and paste voice acting. Cool. Because it's the same thing. But I See, haven't played any of it. Cool. I, I'm having a hard time turning it on just because I've played the game already. Yeah, that's. I didn't even download it because I I struggle with phone games. Speaking of phone games, I can't believe I did it. I got back into Pokemon Go. Wow. Huh. But there are 200 more Pokemon than there were when I quit playing last yeah, time. Yeah, there's Is it snowing in your game? Now. No. No? It snowed today, and so I was watching someone over their shoulder. The Pokemon were in a snow landscape. I thought that was really interesting. Huh. That's pretty cool. But, I mean, like, I fired it up, and in the first... You know, four hours that I'd re-downloaded it, I caught like a dozen Pokemon that I hadn't even seen before because they didn't exist. I was waiting for a dozen so, Pidgeys. Yeah, for real. I've caught a Trico. I've caught... Uh, oh, Tricos are cool. Yeah. I mean, it was one of the harder ones to catch, too, and I managed to get one. So, I, I'm seeing some stuff that I hadn't seen in a while, and and it's pretty neat. Cool. I was looking for some, some reason to get back out and start encouraging myself to walk a bit more mm. um and then i've been playing kingdom come deliverance on xbox one that's like 1400s era historical skyrim okay like it takes place in 1400s bohemia it's historically based but it, it plays like a skyrim game and i'll say the story i'm really enjoying the story and the storytelling I'm not sold on the game mechanics yet, hmm. and I'm about six, maybe six to eight hours into the game. It looks it's, cool. it's got a lot of weird systems built in it where, like, you have to manage hunger, you have to manage sleep, you have to manage encumbrance. I mean, it's got, oh, yeah. like, lot, lot ten of systems on top of it. that you just have to not forget about. Well, and yeah, I mean, so you know, you can talk your way out of any con- any situation if your if your speech stat's high enough. But if you're too tired, it lowers your speech stat. If you're too hungry, it lowers your stamina stat, and all this sort of stuff. I mean, it's just all these cascading systems that are working with one another, and it's a lot to keep lined out. Huh. Hmm. Yeah, you even have to control your appearance, like bathing and stuff. Wow. wow. You if you get too much rest. You'll wake up hungry if you get, you know, like if you eat That's before crazy. you go to sleep. I mean, it's it's a ton of balance. I've been trying to get into the hunting with it too, like bow and arrow, and there's no reticle on the screen or anything. Hunting with a bow is infuriating. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm enjoying the story, like I said. So, I want to see it through for the story, but it's a massive open world. I just got a horse. Just got my horse. Yay. Nice. It's named Pebbles. Pebbles! Pebbles. <laughs> I love that. So, yeah. Uh, and then finally, I have been listening to, as I mentioned earlier, Ready Player One. Yeah. I, I can't really mention where I'm at because everything is going to be spoilers where I'm at. Oh, yeah. But you have theories for the movie already. 
I did, and I went and did some digging. Uh, because I, I, I'll say this. What I was hearing on the audiobook was H as a character's name. Uh-huh. But it's spelled out in the book A-E-C-H. Like, it's not pronounced... I guess it is pronounced H, but... I was thinking it was just the the letter H. Oh, right. Yeah. And it's it's not. It's a whole different character's name. Yeah. Okay. So, um, we can that, that's all I'm geeking out about for the week. But we can move into the pull list real quick. There are a couple of notable releases coming out this week. Yeah. Um, you may not be interested in them, but Metal Gear Survive is dropping this week. So this will be the first Metal Gear named game since uh, what's his name left the studio. Kojima. And so. Yeah, yeah, Hideo Kojima. This is the first Metal Gear game. It's only $40. It is a survival game, but it takes place in the Metal Gear world. And I think there are zombies? Really? I don't remember. The zombies. Interesting. Zombies, zombies and survival mechanics. Did the zombies hide under the cardboard boxes? <laughs> <laughs> they pop up and get what is, you. Like you see a cardboard box there and you can hear... Yeah. <laughs> 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 like... Oh man, I don't know. I don't know what to expect. I, I'm interested in checking it out though. I um, I want you to make giant four instead of cardboard boxes, and then them be like painted into trees. <laughs> no one can see you. I'm I'm curious to see what kind of mechanics they've got built into it. It's going to be a curious game. Like I said, it's releasing for only forty dollars, so they're not charging a a full blown price for the game. It's an interesting choice not to go and make a new Metal Gear. A real yeah. Metal Gear. I mean, they've taken the property, but that, they're not making. Well, that's been Kojima's thing for so long, though. Like he's been, he's been the auteur behind it. Right. I feel like it's a really safe decision. That's kind of what they were doing. Yeah, they were they were kind of catering more to the masses because I I think they're not really sure where to take the franchise at this point. That's true. You and know, a lot of people would be angry just at the fact that he's not part of it, so it's not a real, not a real Metal, yeah. metal Gear game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's also a game coming out called Past Cure that I thought looked interesting. I uh, couldn't actually tell you anything about it right now because I've forgotten. But when I read the description of it, <laughs> I thought it, it was pretty interesting sounding. And that comes out on PS4 this week. Sword Art Online's getting another game. I think since we've been doing this podcast, this is the third or fourth Sword Art game on the PS4. Is Sword Art Online even a show anymore? I mean, yes, it's a show. It is still going on, though. They just released a movie. Wow. Maybe this is tied in with that. This is called Fatal Bullet, and it looks like it's a third-person action game. Fatal Bullet sounds like more like season... Spoilers. Uh, It sounds like one of the seasons, not the movie. When I was reading the description, it sounds like they're coming from a different MMO with it. Uh, Sword Art... So, Fatal Bullet, I'll say there is a game in the show... That deals with guns. Okay, so they're 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 still tying it into the lore. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, and then finally, for you uh, you old school strategy enthusiasts out there, the original Age of Empires is getting a definitive edition with updated graphics and everything. I think 3D models instead of it's a bold choice to say it's definitive. This is the this is the definitive edition. I mean, they were the ones that created the game, so they would know if it's the definitive edition or not, I just not, hope I that think. next year they have the for sure definitive edition. <laughs> Do you know how long Age of Empires has been out? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You could have ran that thing on a potato chip. <laughs> I want them to be like, "This is I, we're positive this time. 
This is the final. We edition. promised you'll never need to borrow, need, never need to buy another version of this game. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, uh, that's it for the week, though. In video game news, Shelly, what is happening out your way? I'm actually gonna go do geeking out first, just to <laughs> just to do that. All right, um, Cody, you got to do the pull list for for your stuff first. Then see, here's what I'll do. I'll do. Well, I, I, yeah, I don't have a pull list. Never mind. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna make a pull list now. It's fine. Um, so I haven't been geeking out about a ton this week. I went to, um, a concert. We traveled to a conference with my, the band here at my school, which is the first time we've done that in a really long time, you know, like in like 40 or some years, like it's been a long time. So that was super fun. But (laughs) people always joked about like, oh yeah, don't stay up late in your you know, don't be loud in your hotel rooms playing Xbox. And we're like, LOL, who actually bought an Xbox? But one of my friends brought a Wii U, so we played Smash until like 12. Awesome. At night. It was awesome. Because I hadn't played Smash in so long, and I, st- I still got it. I was feeling really good. For those who don't know. Edge garden like a fiend. Shelly wrecked me in Smash Bros. Oh, yeah. Last I, time I, played I wasn't even that good when I fought you. Like, I've improved so <laughs> much. You were such a scrub, Cody. <laughs> She's like, it was you, not me. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it was bad. But it was so fun because, man, Super Smash Bros. is just going to be always one of those games that I always mm-hmm. love. And I wish I could play consistently, but, I mean, I'm just too busy. Um, I appreciate that it's a game that really hasn't changed much. They've yeah. added a few things, but it's usually just more characters Yeah, keep and the same concept. They stopped releasing DLC, but it's a game that people still play, and the tournament um culture is still a thing yeah well there's talks about them. i mean everybody thinks they're going to announce bringing it to the to the switch oh, yeah. right they yeah. i'd be so surprised if they didn't they kind of have to at this point i think yeah even if it's the wii u version oh yeah i think that's actually switch, what they would do i think they would well, put I mean, the, the wii u version just with all the dlc and stuff Oh, so that's what they did with Mario Kart, yeah. and it sold like gangbusters. And Hyrule yeah. Warriors, and I think okay. they just have it all complete. So, and it'd be it'd oh, be great be if so they smooth. released that and then gave DLC. Maybe to a it. little bit, yeah. Maybe a little bit more HD. Oh, I'm excited. That's that's a re-release. I'd actually be excited about. I would get it immediately because my Wii U is a little bit broken, and my Switch is not. So. Right? I mean, they've got so many more Switches in the wild now. Yeah, yeah. That people actually use. It's really difficult to just bring out your Wii just to play Smash. I mean, that's all I it's used for. I wonder if they could give us cross-play. That'd be crazy. What? Because you can play with the 3DS. You're talking about a company that doesn't even know how to do online for games they've made on a current-gen console. This is true. But you can play your 3DS... You as can a use controller that as a controller on the Wii U version. In fact, one of our friends did that this weekend. He used his so DS as a controller. Just pick the Switch over the same way. The Switch is their new handheld platform. Unless, I don't know if you've heard. Unless you put DLC into the Switch version, and that way, that would mean you couldn't do it. Because then you'd have characters on the Switch that you couldn't get on the Wii U. Probably I don't know. Game. I guess we'll see what happens. I don't know what I want, Nintendo. Just keep <laughs> making Zelda. They couldn't have. No. They could maybe still have the me thing. Mii's aren't really a thing on the Switch. You can make it no, your No, they kind of got rid of them. They kind of got rid of them. So I'm wondering if they were to do that, if Mii Fighters would still be a thing or not. Yeah. So now that you mentioned that, I'd forgotten. They they killed the Miiverse on Wii U already. Yeah. 
Huh. It's uh, rip me. But I still love the me theme uh, meme videos. It's so fun. You said me thing, and then I was thinking um, Meat Boy. Super Meat Boy would be such a cool character. Super Meat Boy. Meat Boy. <laughs> would be so cool as a Smash Bros. character. Honestly, I feel like if they're going to introduce yeah, a new around. character into Smash, it would have to be an Inkling. Yeah, running around Splatoon. bleeding everywhere. Added, it's actually surprising they didn't add the English. They had the outfit for the Mii Fighter. That's what they did. They had like, oh, because you look like an Inkling, and you could shoot like one, but you aren't huh. one. You're not a, sk- make a, lot a kid of sense or a squid. That so if they actually just released a squid, and it, you know, you can always change your look a little bit. You can hit, you know, X or Y and mm-hmm. be a different color. You could, there's so many different variations you could be for a ink kid. I feel like that would be just a very good idea. But yeah, I don't know. I... Your, your down B could be like hitting with the with the big roller and then you could shoot. That's your B. And then A could be like your paintbrush. You, you could, could have the thing where you go under the... Maybe. I wonder. The, That'd be a little bit map. overpowered, but I wonder if they could... That could be your dodge move. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. That would be, be super good. cool. I, I won't be happy until... Because Xbox is cool with it. They make a Banjo-Kazooie Smash character. Because yeah. Banjo-Kazooie deserves it. You're going to be waiting a long time. <laughs> Probably the rest of my life. But Xbox was like, we're totally fine with this. And Nintendo was like, we're not going to pay you. Well, I was going to say, that's... Yeah, my, Microsoft owns that company now. Yeah. They own Rare. But Microsoft has said, we're cool with having Xbox... Banjo-Kazooie going over there. I assume there's probably a price involved. And I assume that that's probably why that didn't happen. Yep. Anyway. But you're right. Inklings super, totally should be... Yes, Inklings should be in there. I honestly think that, you know... Splatoon was, like, really big on the Wii U. I feel like it's even grown a little bit bigger with Splatoon 2 being out. And so I yeah. feel like if they... Yeah, if they were to re-release it on the Switch, they'd almost have to add some sort of DLC with that. That'd be cool. It would yeah. be an actual DLC. It's not, you know, this weird... You have to buy this thing. Either way, Smash is good. You know what else is good? <laughs> Legend of Zorro. I had not seen that movie before this week. Movie? Okay. I was like, which Legend of Zorro? Because it used to be a TV show. It used to be a TV show. I had not seen this TV show. I just saw the movie with Antonio Banderas. Yeah. For the first really... time? Yeah, for the first time. Because oh, wow. I mentioned I had not seen it. And people were like, dude, what? We have to fix this immediately. So I watched it. And it's very good. I really I love like it. When he Your generation the sets that one up as a classic movie? Yeah. Wow. Right? Yep. <laughs> Donato. I love when he jumps off the building and the horse moves over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Best part of that movie. Oh, it's a wait good a movie. Wait, wait, wait. Which movie? Zaro with Antonio Banderas, because there's a lot of them. Uh, Sorry, what am I thinking? wait. Whatever the first one is. Yeah. Legend, well, I think, is actually the second. I watched Antonio, the first one. I was thinking a Lone Ranger. Oh, uh, okay. Is it Mask of Zorro or is it Legend of Zorro? Whichever is the first one. That's the one I think I Legend of Zorro is the first one. But outside of those movies with Antonio Banderas, there's a lot of Zorro movies. And there was a show, like, black and white. Okay, LJ show. is pretty sure that Mask is the first one. So I apologize, listeners. Oh. I wouldn't. I thought... It'd be dumb for me to watch the second one, not the first one. I watched yeah. Mask of Zorro. Yeah. They're too similar. 
I watched Zoro, okay? Now everyone knows what I'm talking about, maybe. There's a Zoro that I think was a woman. Maybe. She's basically Catwoman. She's the whip. I didn't actually watch that whip one. Whip it good. I don't know. I don't <laughs> Ghost know Ride the about. Whip. <laughs> and finally, uh, I mean, I play D&D every week, every weekend specifically, but we actually went to our DM's house and like had a sleepover and played D&D. So that was just super fun because usually we play uh, in one of the study lounges in one of the dorms and there's, you know, quiet hours and stuff like that. So we need to make sure we're not screaming the entire night. Um, but there it's like, no, we can actually just be loud and obnoxious and no one's <laughs> going to get upset with us because there's like no neighbors around. And it was really fun to just be able to chill and play D&D, but also chill with my group because they're all just great people. So that was super duper fun. Um, but yeah, that's all I did. Geeking out wise. Cool. So I'm going to transition to some movie news. So... As we mentioned in the highlights, uh, yeah, Kung Fury is getting a sequel. Yeah. Which is exciting. What's even more exciting is that Arnold Schwarzenegger is going to be in it. Michael Fassbender is going to be in it. So there's like these big name actors who there was someone else be in too. this movie. Who was it? Uh, I don't know who else. Uh, I can't find him. Oh, well. There's what? another big actor going in too. Okay. Oh. Um, Hoffman. Susan okay. Cool. But an 80s action hero. If you have not seen Kung Fury, as soon as you're done with this podcast, I believe it's on Netflix. Go watch Kung Fury. It should definitely be on there. It's one of the most ridiculous things ever. Yeah, it is very much the internet. It started off as a trailer. They made a trailer. It's this old 80s trailer, and that was the joke. But that got so well received that they made a 20-minute short. And that's gotten so well received that they're making a full-length movie. It's ridiculous, but, you know. Amazing. But that's exciting, yeah. Really big name actors are gonna be in this parody movie, essentially. (laughs) Yeah. That'll be fun. Every 80s action movie ever, it's that on ridiculousness. Yeah. Yep. So, there's that, and that's exciting. Also, It, Chapter 2, or Second Half, or whatever you want to call it, that's probably going to be filming this summer. So probably June is what the the rumors are saying. So that's exciting. It's going to follow them, them as in the kids, when they're adults. It's going to be like 17 some years later, where they're adults, and Pennywise comes back, and they have to deal with that. There was a fan cast of Chris Pratt being in it, and I would love that. Ooh. I just love him, so if he's exactly, in it, me too. all the better, I'd say. I think the kid actors are still going to be in there because of flashbacks. Okay. I don't know what type of flashbacks. Yeah. But something like that be is weird. what I read. But yeah, so if you like it, then I think that's pretty cool news to hear, because that's like pretty soon-ish. I want I mean, more. obviously... Obviously, the movie's not coming out then. It's just filming. But filming leads to the movie. So, right. yeah. I, that was a <laughs> movie I had process. no interest in watching until it came out. And everyone said I had to go watch it. And I watched it and was really, really happy with it. I didn't watch it. I never will watch it. I'm and not going to watch it. I won't be I watching know. the sequel either. I'm not going to do it. I'm not. I don't care That's... how popular it is. I don't like scary movies. It's not scary. It's like it's a radar stranger thing. Yeah. 
It's literally about a clown creature that that eats fear. But it's not that. What do you mean it's not scary? scary. Doesn't it eat a baby? That was I a deleted so. scene I heard about at least. Yeah, it's a deleted know. scene. Baby, and I'm like, dude, that wouldn't make sense up. since a baby can't be scared. There's a scene that was like overly gory, and that was annoying. Like the entire room, it's it's over the top. The entire room is filled with blood. It's just red. It doesn't even look like blood at that point. And I was like, this is really obnoxious. Yeah, I but. like the memes with Pennywise dancing, but that's <laughs> about all I'm going to watch. It was a good movie. It exceeded my expectations. It was a movie. I didn't watch it. It's funny. It was actually hilarious on purpose. Well, not enough to make me watch. <laughs> Sorry. Nope. I'm going to move on to the next or last bit of news, actually. Yeah. So we, I don't know, remember if we mentioned it. I think we did, actually, that two people from Game of Thrones are going to come and help like direct and work on Star Wars movies. They're going to have a new Star Wars trilogy that's separate from the series going on now. Yeah. Plus, there's all these other spin-off movies happening, um, which is ridiculous in itself. But people are thinking, you know, what if they end up just taking Knights of the Old Republic and taking that idea, putting it into a movie? Because while they, you know, Disney already made pretty clear that the extended universe ain't a thing anymore. But when you think about, um, is what people are saying, people are saying that if you compare... Knights of the Old Republic and then the series now, if they were both canon, it would still make sense. It's not like Knights right. of the Old Republic, it makes anything that's happened now not canon. So it could yeah. happen. If they really wanted to, they could make a series or something off of it. And that's, you know, that'd and be I cool. I love, when we heard about this, we were like, how can Star Wars go that dark? Like, we think Game of Thrones, you think very gritty. And it's like, that's not Star Wars. But if you go to the Knights of the Old Republic, you've got a dark, gritty storyline there. Yeah. Yeah, I, so I really it's that. it's almost like you got the main Star Wars series. You got the main, you know, one, two, three, four, five, two. Was it seven mm-hmm. now? Yeah, that's what it is. Seven, eight? Eight. Eight. It's at it's eight. eight. Sorry. I miscounted. But then you also have Rogue One, and that's a very different style in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. And then you have Han Solo, and that's probably going to be a very different style in the Star Wars universe. And probably, I think they are making an Obi-Wan movie. That's what I've heard. That should it's That's rumored. probably going to be a different style as well. So honestly, if they just took Knights of the Old Republic, it could still just be, again, another style in the same universe. And it wouldn't yeah. be super weird, because if you're not comparing it to the original series, you know, it's fine. And what's really smart about it, too, is it's so far in the past... That it'll be really, they'll have a lot more freedom. Because if you're doing it kind of in the same time era, then you'll be really careful about having characters. Everything uh, needs to line up perfectly, sort of thing. Right. Where this, if something isn't exactly how they want it, it's, it's in the past, it doesn't really affect the story so much. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Super cool. It'd be cool. They, again, they haven't said they're going to do it, but they also haven't explicitly said that they wouldn't do it. And we've seen a few yeah. Easter eggs. Oh, yeah. In the movies. There's been some Easter eggs tying into the extended universe and Knights of the Old Republic specifically, I believe. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't really be out of question despite Disney being like, oh, no, the extended universe ain't a thing and none of this is canon. They could just remake part it's of it. It's real. Canon. All of it. Except for all the extended stuff. 
And of course, fans would eat it up, you know? Right. Fans would love that, as long as they get it right. Because we don't like originality. We like... We like familiarity. Regurgitation. We like what we already know we like. Yeah. And we know we like that. So. That's the market. It's a real thing. It's dumb, but it's... Yep. But yeah, that's all I got for Moo News. So, cool. Cody, you got yeah. it. I'm going to start with something that I'm not geeking out about, but will be, just because I want to get people excited for it. I will be watching Black Panther Tuesday. So, yesterday, I for listeners. see it. So I'm planning I, to go Wednesday. Perfect. So, we will be talking about it next week on the podcast. Heck, that means i got to see it. Right? Uh, I've heard it's see it. absolutely heard amazing. It's, yeah. Feige, uh, who runs the Marvel Cinematic Universe, he says it's the best film they've made so far. Wow. It's hard to it's hard to name it as the best because, and we've talked about this before. The MCU already has so many different genres of superhero movies at this point, right? So I wonder what style There's, this is. I was looking at predictions that it might actually beat out Infinity War, which would be insane. Mm-hmm. We'll see if that actually happens or not, but it's doing extremely well. Good. I hope I can't wait to talk about it next week. But things that I am geeking out about, I've watched, I really wish I would have seen all of it for the podcast's sake. I've seen about half of Silence, which is that movie with Liam Neeson in it, Andrew Garfield, and Kylo Ren. I can't remember the actor's name. I've not heard of this movie. Oh, really? So no. it's a... I haven't either. It's a movie that came out, I think, it wasn't this December. It might have been last December. I don't remember when it came out. But it's um, about Christian persecution. They uh, they go to Japan, so they're they're Jesuit priests. Am I saying that right? Jesuit. Jesuit. Yeah, the Jesuit priests, and they go to Japan and feudal Japan, and they get persecuted terribly. And so, part of the reason that I stopped, I was watching it on my way back to Denver. I was out of town for the week. And so it was really hard to watch in the light of the car on the computer screen. But also it was hard to watch because it's very dark. It's these letters that this priest is writing about his experiences in Japan with all this persecution going on. He's living with these communities of people that they stay in caves so that they don't get caught worshiping Jesus. And then you actually see people being killed for their faith and stuff. It's, it's really, really hard to watch, but I've heard it's amazing. So, and plus the the actors, it's got this awesome actor roster. So, yeah, been watching a little bit of that. I need to finish it. It is a long movie. It's almost three hours, I think. I got about halfway through, but I definitely recommend it. From what I've seen so far, I think it's rated R. I would assume so. Yeah. It's very gory, but very real, very interesting. One thing that I thought was like quote that like caught me off guard was a it was Andrew Garfield's character and he's writing his letters and he says, I know I believe that God heard their prayers, but I'm unsure if he heard their screams. How could a God stay silent to such faithful uh, Christians? And it's kind of him wrestling with his persecution. So it's, it's really 
Andrew Garfield in another movie that had Christianity or that he was a Christian yeah. or something? Yeah, Hacksaw Ridge. That's what it was called. He's a Seventh-day Adventist in that. I think it's interesting, too. It was actually this movie. And I don't believe that Andrew Garfield is a Christian. I don't believe he considers himself a Christian. But he actually went and found a Jesuit priest and he stayed with them, I think, at like a community of them and learned their ways so that he could kind of get into his character a little bit better. And it huh. was there that he found a love for Jesus. Hmm. And so he looks at Jesus as a character, I think, as of right now. I mean, he says, I love everything about Jesus and who he is as a person who, you know, what the stories say about him. But he sees them as stories. So. But it's huh. been really interesting to kind of see he he's had a few different interviews where he's like, I'm absolutely in love with the concept. So, yeah, he's a step closer. That's yeah. I did not know about that. Yeah. Wow. Super cool. Yeah. And now he's doing these faith films that are really, really powerful. Hacksaw Ridge was also amazing. So, yeah, I've also been watching a little bit of anime. Fate Apocrypha season two came out on Netflix. It is, I'm only two episodes in, so I can't say too much. It is not as graphic so far as the last season was, but again, two seasons in, it's still really dark. It's the darkest anime I've seen in a while. Some person like freaks out and like she squeezes her own head until it starts bleeding because she's stressed about a situation uh... and she's crazy. She's the crazy person from the, the last season that was she's got problems <laughs> yeah yeah i'd say so <laughs> it reminds me a little bit of the show castlevania and how gritty and dark it can be but okay. it has that anime style that fate is kind of known for that really pretty fight scenes and stuff yeah so i'm enjoying it i was uncomfortable the last season but getting farther into that last season, I realized that they were trying to make you uncomfortable. It wasn't supposed to be attractive in any way. Got okay. it, yeah. Which was, was good. And then I know our producer, LJ, has been waiting for me to talk about this. I've been playing SimCity 2013. And it is all his fault. Uh, I wanted to play this game when it came out. And I was all excited. But they didn't have a Mac version. And I only have the Mac so I waited, and I kind of forgot about it. And then LJ brought up, while well, he was on the podcast with us one day, that he's been playing Civ. And so because he's playing Civ, he started describing Civ a little bit. And I was like, oh, yeah, I wanted to play SimCity because it's also a simulator. Civ, I would assume, is much better. Like, League's better than SimCity 2013. They're different. They're aiming for different things. That's true. I've never played a Civ game. But the fact that it's a simulation got me excited to play this. I yeah. was trying to legitimately play the game. And then I got to a certain point where I became 12-year-old me. on Even younger probably than 12. Whenever SimCity 2000 came out. And I would just call Cousin Vinny over and over and over. Uh, which gave you money in that game. And so I there's a cheat code to get money in SimCity 2013. And I gave up. And I still don't have what I want because... Everything takes so long to get in this game, so I'm just making a cyberpunk town because it. That's fun. Yeah, the games have always had a cheetah mode for the maximum speed. Yeah. When that game first launched, cheetah mode was broken. 
literally broken. They couldn't make it work. Huh. It it works. I, I don't know if it. Okay. And what I'm playing, but okay. I it works. But there's like I, the futuristic stuff. You need to have high class land, like high land value, to get industrial workers that will put out the. I don't know the resources in your high tech facilities. Okay. And so I'm having a hard time getting high land value because everyone wants this industrial stuff and I need to like balance it out and get high. It, it's kind of a broken cycle for me. I can't get yeah. the high land value. So I can't get the people in, can't get the people in because there's no jobs. Can't get jobs because I don't have high land value. A terrible cycle. Yeah. Really? Yeah. But the futuristic stuff's really cool. There is, I've got, eight mega towers that are like those concepts they had for Japan for a while where they were going to build cities upward and yeah. they'd have malls and parks and stuff in them. And then when you do that... Let me introduce you to a game called Alpha Centauri if you like future. Alpha Centauri. Okay. Sounds fancy. Yeah. That's an old school game, but it's it was Civ in space. Oh, okay. Cool. This yeah. is creating a very cyberpunk looking city right now and i like that. my biggest issue with it is i have two big issues that i have with it is you can't change the land at all which in SimCity 2000 you could create rivers or whatever you want to do with your city and the maps are tiny the, the map i think is probably smaller than SimCity 2000 which makes no sense to me because that's a game from 13 years previous yeah office and sorry i'll check it out I've also, on my trip, played a little bit more of Sonic, played a little bit more of... Sonic! Stardew Valley. Sonic the Hedgehog. I've almost beaten Stardew Valley. I'm really beaten close it. to getting that community center. Oh, built. And for me, that's it. endgame. That's endgame for most people in that game. I've got... I've got two more rooms <laughs> to do, and they're all... They're both about halfway done. So, so close to Stardew Valley being over with. I love it, but I just like, I want to be done with it. I'm ready to put it away. And I can't put it away until I'm done because it's going to drive me nuts. Going on to the TV realm. I, I mentioned at the top of the show that the streaming, like internet streaming has kind of taken over my TV news. The last few times that I've done TV news, I've noticed this. But the first one is a YouTube movie that I really wasn't interested in. But now I kind of am, but I'm worried that it's a YouTube Red thing because that probably means that they couldn't find budget elsewhere. And so they got the low budget that YouTube Red usually gives their movies. But Cobra Kai. I don't think that's a movie, is it? I thought it was a, it was a, a TV series. It's a series. I'm way more worried about it. I thought it was a series. It's well, a TV series, says LJ, and he's right all the time. Okay, LJ says a TV series. So... That makes me even more worried. <laughs> but Cobra Kai, if that name sounds familiar, it's from Karate Kid. Like back in the 80s Karate Kid. He actually uh, goes against the Cobra Kai uh, students, I guess. Dojo, yeah. Dojo, yeah. And now it looks like they're kind of – they're bringing back Cobra Kai because the dojo had shut down, it sounds like. And the kid that he fought is going to be – He's an adult now. They're both adults. And so he's trying to recreate 
this dojo. But it they still make him the bad guy, so I don't know. Definitely seems like Cobra Kai is still not a good thing. He even says in the trailer, I can't believe you're trying to bring this back. There's no mercy here. But what does have me interested in it is the fact that the two actors from the 80s are in this show. I don't know if they've acted since that movie. Oh, that's a <laughs> little worrisome. But I'm still excited for re. I like reunions. Like Fuller House, I only watched maybe four episodes, but I really was happy that it was a thing that was on. And like Roseanne, I'll probably never watch Roseanne, but I think it's cool that they're having a reunion show. We need more reunions. Yes. We need an office reunion. Office reunion would be awesome. I I heard a theory for like what an office uh, reunion could look like. And it was... Was that on your po- was that on this podcast? Yeah. Oh, weird. I listened to the yeah, podcast. Yeah, it was us last week. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind then. <laughs> I thought you guys had Good a great germ. idea. That's funny. I listened to the Geeks and Grace podcast last week on my way home. <laughs> I I had forgotten that it was you guys. Yeah, I really like the idea of what's his face running his own company, being the boss. Jim. Yeah. Is it Jim? It's Jim. Yeah. Jim Halpert. Jim yeah. Halpert. <laughs> what's using the hashtag ggcast what is a uh a reunion that you'd like to see this could be a good one i feel like we can get a lot of good answers i hope you guys have good answers do it go for it also in the news last story of the day voltron got a trailer and a release date voltron season five you guys they're already up to season five yeah are you keeping up joe no, no, you clearly need to, not. You need to keep up. It's good, Shelly. You don't watch it, do you? I haven't watched. I thought they were on season now. two. Season two. Well, see, there's so much, but they're short. Ep- they're like short seasons, like eight episode seasons. So you got eh. you'll be good. It's still got kind of a kiddish feel to it, but I love the progression that's going on right now. They the the story's getting kind of deep. I don't want to give too much away, but. They're teaming up with people that you wouldn't think they'd be teaming up with. And the trailer kind of reveals that. So don't watch the trailer if you're not caught up. But if you are, check it out. I, I think that what was revealed at the end of last season, we we had a lot of like theories. And I think those theories are going to be real. I'm really, okay. really excited to see how it all pans out. Unusual team-ups are always really fun. March 2nd is when that comes out. Season 5, Joe. You got less than a month. Well, you get a little oh, bit more than that because man. March 2nd, you're not going to watch it because you'll be watching the Twitch Pledge Drive at twitch.tv slash kicksandrace. I'm going to be participating in the Twitch Pledge Drive. That's true. You can participate too by going to the comments. Not not by playing, but uh, come hang out with us, please. It's, it's very lonely when we're playing alone. We usually have... There's a lot of people. People are really good to us during the Pledge Drive. We usually have a few people in there at terrible hours of the night making sure that we're we're not falling asleep. Yeah. We appreciate you guys. That is it for the podcast. Joe, where can they find you at? You can find me on Twitter at Joe Knows Games and at Right Fury Media. We've released a couple of movie reviews over there this week. Uh, we did one for 12 to 15... 15, 17 to Paris. 
and uh, one for 12 strong. So those are live now. Be sure you check us out there. Oh. And Shelly. You can find me on Twitter at theshellshock24 and on Twitch at shellshock24 and Geeks Under Grace. Oh. You can find me on th- yeah, Twitter at Cody Armor. I figured out. Joe's got a purple wall. I'm really excited. You guys can't see it. He's he's messing with his green screen right now. <laughs> keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Peace. Bye bye now. Dun 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 dun. dun, 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 dun. dun.